Hey everybody, welcome to the No Distance Podcast, where it's all about seeking the Lord who isn't far from any one of us. My name is Michael Pulliam, and I am one of your co-hosts. And my name is Brittany Pulliam, his wife, and together we co-chair the youth ministry at Christ Temple Apostolic Faith Church in Chicago, Illinois, where the pastor is William T. Henley Jr. Amen, amen. So, New episode, everybody, of course. New episode. <laughs> new studio. New studio. New paint color. Yeah. New camera. New, just new, new hair. Ed, new hair. <laughs> new shirt. Whatever. Yeah, new shirt, new jacket. Everything's new. 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 <laughs> everything's new. <laughs> um, but yeah, today's episode is Which about, we're really excited about. Um, yeah, we're really excited about it. We um, really are. It might sound simple, but it's actually a pretty good episode. So it's just called um, I Need to Remember. I Need to Remember. Need. Need. Okay, I just thought of a great icebreaker for yes, this ma'am. one. Okay, name a time mm-hmm. where you realized late that you forgot something important. Got a really good one. Um, when I was, I guess you could say, applying for my first job here in sh- Chicago from Detroit, uh, I was in a rush because we was late on time trying to get here and stuff like that. We wasn't late. No, no, we was a day ahead. Yeah, we were yeah, yeah we, we were a whole day ahead, day but ahead. Detroit to Chicago and we were driving, not yeah. flying. And um so I just forgot my credentials. So pass no, 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 not I don't have a passport. Uh ID, um, birth certificate and social social security. And I needed those to apply basically for where I was working. And um I did not have them at all. Which we realized like within an hour of getting to Chicago. Was it like an hour? No, we didn't realize it in Sunday morning service that I didn't have them. The day before you're supposed to. Have yeah, the day before. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. So we had to drive all the way back to Michigan. To Michigan and then drive back again to, to Chicago. To Chicago, all in the same day. <laughs> so that was like 15 hours of driving in the same day, basically. Yeah, like within 48 hours. And I could tell you, I tested this to this day. I do not remember driving back, and I was driving. I don't remember. I'll, I. As much as I can remember, I remember actually reaching Chicago, basically it's the very far south side of Chicago. Anything between Detroit and getting to there, I couldn't, don't remember Indiana. I don't remember passing Kalamazoo. I don't remember none of it, but I made it. And thankfully now isn't a bad time to remember that you don't remember driving. Like in front of a oncoming traffic would have been a bad time. Yeah. To realize that. But yeah, God kept us safe. I cannot trump that story. Like <laughs> You don't have to try. Just yeah, I, or even get close. I think the worst forget or, or whatever it probably would be like a bill. Okay. And I can't remember like the most expensive one. Probably like the car note. What about um on our wedding day? I didn't forget anything. That was somebody else. <laughs> oh. <laughs> somebody else. I was the bride, okay? My job was to show up, get cute, and walk down the aisle. That was my whole job. But, yes, somebody forgot the birth certificate. Not the birth certificate. The marriage license. Mm -hmm. Someone forgot the license, and the officiants were like, we're not doing anything until we see some license. So we had to run around. and Actually, I did have to help them find it because I think the person was going to get it from my parents' house didn't know where it was. Because you hid it in a book. I didn't hide it in a book. It was between books. It was in a safe place. <laughs> it just wasn't with us. It probably would have been worse if it was at the church with us, honestly. Probably so. It probably would have. 
But okay. So we are talking about, I need to remember, we're talking about the importance of recollection and good memories, of recalling good memories um, in order to give us hope and strength. So one of the things that we kind of wanted to talk about opening up, this was, there was this nice activity kind of icebreaker thing that we did at a prayer retreat some years ago. And we just kind of went around the table and we told a story and everyone was just to answer when, like, what was your earliest memory of an adult making you feel special, important, valued, or just plain visible? You gonna make it? Yeah, I'm good. All right. If I yawn, it's his fault. <laughs> but yeah, your earliest memory as a child when an adult made you feel special or important or seen, like whichever word you want to use, but like, how young were you and what happened? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Seen, heard, or just special. It, this is a weird one, but uh, it was at a youth camp year, and uh, one of the brothers, I was real little, so I was like maybe six, seven, maybe. And um, they needed, I was staying, I don't know where else, I think I was inside the dorm, and this was the, the year that all the guys were outside in tents and stuff like that. And so, uh, one of the older gentlemen had me help out going around uh, with a flashlight, checking all the tents and stuff like that. So, oh, I felt kind of <laughs> cool. Like, hey, I'm one of the, I guess the big ones now. Huh? I got the flashlight at you kind of thing. So I thought that was pretty <laughs> cool. That's my earliest one. That's my earliest one. Six or seven. That is early. And I was about to ask, like, how did you even, how could you even be at camp at six or seven? But your grandma was still there. And my aunts and uncles all yeah. there. Yeah, because there was an age limit. Yeah. And seven was not where it started. <laughs> that I can remember. Yeah. Yeah, I think that year my mom might have been up there hanging out, helping out. I can't okay. remember exactly. Nice. Yeah. You wouldn't happen to remember who the brother was? Um, I want to say it was Brother Wallemeyer. But it was so long ago, I forgot who I exactly was walking around with. Okay. That's cool. That's really cool. So mine, I can't remember which one I was younger for. In fact, it could have been within the same two years. But there was two instances, and both of them were at church. One of them was um, I had a Sunday school teacher who kind of brought me on as an assistant instructor. Maybe like 12, 12 or 13. I think maybe like 12 or 13, maybe younger. Um, but it was actually Brother Lester. Oh, okay. He was my Sunday school teacher, and he let me kind of come on like an assistant. And my job was to make the make the lesson relevant with like a skit or something. So that was one. And that's actually how like my workshop teaching ministry got started was in Sunday school. Okay. Go to Sunday school. And then the other one was my grandmother she would plan the church convention mm-hmm. and one year I got a really big role I was going to be the person giving the announcements at the end of service and that was my first time speaking from the pulpit and at that point like church convention you're talking about 500 people every night or at least that's what it felt like and I remember towards the end of service like between altar call and something else don't know what that was like maybe all the pastors were like going around saying hi or something okay like i was in the ladies room making sure my hair was right i believe you like, 
it was a big deal. And I remember, I remember so clearly I had on this purple two piece skirt and top button up, which today I would probably hide. And, um, when I finished giving this announcement or however many it was, I remember like coming, stepping down off the pulpit and Mm -hmm. I was shaking. Like I was so nervous, but it was like, you did such a good job, but I was really nervous. Mm -hmm. But I remember my grandmother giving me that opportunity to get involved in public speaking. Oh, (laughs) that's awesome. (laughs) It was a lot of fun. How did that make you feel though? I guess you just said, but what I mean is not now in retrospect, what was your like, feel like your biggest takeaway in that moment that you probably still use today? From the announcements? Yeah. Oh. That it's okay to be nervous. Okay. After the fact. And that there are people who believe in you. And it like it's okay to... I don't remember messing up. I don't remember a lot of the feedback that I got. But maybe I found out that I like talking to crowds. Maybe this that was... is still relevant to this day. Yeah. That might be what I found out and what mm. I took away. Biggest one. (laughs) Okay. So on that note, and along those lines, on the flip side, um, so we want to be careful talking about, like, bad memories. So let's not go into that. Okay. But let's instead talk about triggers, just briefly. Okay. So I looked up the definition of a trigger, medical and psychological. So the medical definition is just, an event that starts a reaction. Something happens and then something happens after that. And then psych, like the psychological and psychology yes. definition, uh-huh. um, pretty much the same thing. But more specifically, something sensory that makes you recall a memory. Yep. That it makes you recall a memory, either a specific memory and typically a bad memory or a bad the memory of how you felt in a bad experience. Yep. And when we say sensory, we mean like our five senses. So Touch, smell, taste, taste, sight. Taste, sight, sight, hearing. Smell, hearing. Right. Those. Like, uh, those are the five. <laughs> like, is there a sixth sense? No, there's no like, At least not in this not one. A, not a, okay. This is a, but, that's um, a movie reference. The it sixth, is. Yeah. It is. And I'm literally over here like, is that all of them? Kind of like trying to remember all of the planets. Is Pluto still included? <laughs> Never mind. Did but you see what they did to Pluto? As Gus kicked him out. <laughs> <laughs> kicked him out. <laughs> like you're not in the club anymore. He lost Pluto. Lost his planet card. Man, sucks. I'm telling you, they canceled Pluto. It's tough in the 21st century. I mean, it makes sense. I don't even know if Pluto <laughs> really had an atmosphere. Maybe not, but he had a name. Like, think about it. Our kids won't know Pluto. Um, well, our grandkids might not know Pluto unless they realize him as the one who got kicked out. Yeah, I mean, that's a good way to say it. So probably Pluto is a trigger for some of the planets, like the one next to him. Okay. I can't remember who was next to Pluto. But anyways, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, triggers, highly involving the senses, right? And... It's also mostly related to PTSD and trauma. So really negative experiences. Mm -hmm. And that's. That's what a trigger is. That's what a trigger is. And so in like pop culture now we use trigger fairly lightly. Like I'm 
well, maybe this is more last year, but you hear people say like, I'm triggered yeah, by whatever mm-hmm. in more of a casual setting. But still, I think people meant it like I'm remembering something or this is making me feel a type of way that I felt in the past that I didn't like. Does that make sense? You can There's say no. There's a lot of words. I, There's a lot of you words. You can say no. I tell people all the time, you can say no. Um. Uh, let me see. So, so okay. If we was going to use it as the more, I guess you could say. You want to talk in the mic Mainstream term. Uh-huh. Mainstream term. Um. So, trigger, I, I, I thought always that meant they got angry. Like, one, when you see, like, a, a meme or a gif, they always show somebody with, like, angry eyes, and, and it says mm. triggered, like, they're angry, like something set them off. Uh, that's, that, the, that's the way yeah. I usually would see that version of triggered. Um, like, yeah, like, you know, somebody set you off kind of thing. So that's what I saw. I don't know what version you're talking about. Um, I think I'm talking about the conversational. Oh, okay. When girls use the word. Sorry, y'all. I had to say what it is. (laughs) That's kind of. But yeah, anger. It gets in the similar sense. Yeah. But I suppose more so when we're talking about pop culture, use of the word triggered and what we mean. Mm. It's not necessarily that we had a traumatic experience similar to what we're experiencing in this moment. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's just um, what we've rehearsed in our own minds. Oh, yeah, 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 I got you. Yeah, yeah. like what we've rehearsed, you know, kind of like how people say practice makes perfect. Yeah, you can practice negative things. You can practice negative things. You can practice negative thoughts. You can practice negative expectations, you know, what's going to happen um, in a certain setting or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. What's the what's the thing people usually say? It's not that I have no expectation. Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, like, like, what's the word? If I was to assume you would always do something, like is that a expectation per se? Well, it's a word I can't think there of. There it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there is, and I can't think of what it is either. It's like it's like almost losing trust in somebody, but it's not exactly the trust. It's like I have no confidence, confidence faith. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Man, yeah I feel like, like there is like there's a word. There's a real of, terminology to it. But basically, what I was trying to say is that people do lose, um, like people say, I don't have faith in in humanity because in their thinking, humanity has repeatedly mm-hmm. done a lot of you know crazy things. Or I have no faith in you know that you would drive safely because you know uh, repeatedly you haven't so. You know, you can rehearse, but that would mean you you rehearse that they will always do bad. And since you're rehearsing that, um, you're not going to have any faith that they could even change or mm-hmm. or that they might, you know, well, it might surprise you and do better. But you have no um, faith in that. Like, yep. It's like basically you don't have no faith. People would change in a sense. Precisely. That, that, that's precisely. what I was trying to say. That kind of gets at the, the idea of um, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Has anyone ever noticed that when you hear somebody mention self-fulfilling prophecy, it's in a context of like something bad? I mean, typically, typically, it's always something bad. They're right. like, you're expecting the worst to happen and that's why it's going to happen. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like 
We rarely say self-fulfilling prophecy in terms of the good. Like you're expecting to receive money. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. Like no one says self-fulfilling prophecy. No. <laughs> I just no. wanted to throw that out there. I don't know if y'all noticed it, but I'm noticing it. No, no. no one uses that except when it's something bad. But it gets back at this idea of like what you're rehearsing, what you recall, what you're memorizing. Yeah. The thoughts that you're practicing. And I really like the word rehearsal. Um, it's actually spelled rehear. So to hear it again, again, and again, and again, and again, like that—that's literally the word rehearsal. It has the rehear, like to hear it again and again. Um, yep. I mean, that's uh, for lack of a better term, right now, that's a way of programming, in a sense. Uh, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I mean, you think about it. Uh, this mm -hmm. is me. I probably taking a segue, but I think it, it, it applies. Is that? You know, back in the day when we used to hear like the uh, ice cream trucks, right? So your mind is programmed to realize this exact tune means the, the ice cream truck. Ice cream. So you have an expectation mm -hmm. of the ice cream truck. So you and you. So that's another memory thing. You're, and it, and and most times, unless you're lactose intolerant or allergic to milk, the memory is good. Like, oh snap, there's ice cream coming down <laughs> the street. That's a good one. That's that's a trigger. Yeah, ice cream truck music is a trigger. Because it's dealing with your senses, your hearing, mm -hmm. and I forgot what we said comes after the dealing with the senses. But it's not trauma related, but no. it's inciting those same, that same experience. It's yep. kind of bringing back to your memory the experience and how you'll react to the experience. For us, it typically meant run back in the house and get a couple dollars from mom and dad. You know it. Before it came around the corner because... If you miss it, you I think it's probably like it. five minutes before it actually gets to like your house almost. And that's hoping that your neighbors got ice cream, like that the people in the other block yeah. that they were buying ice cream. So that's really the only reason you would hear the music for longer. Yeah. Because it was a car. Yeah. You know? It wasn't moving fast though. It wasn't because they wanted you to stop. True, them. true, true. <laughs> like the ice cream truck driver wanted, okay, he wanted to be flagged down. Guaranteed. You know? Um, but like with that. So let's talk about some good memories okay. and some ways that good memories can be used or how they're helpful. Like just used. to say, you I know, like used. yeah, um, like how they're used because just to say, you know, you have to have more good memories and think about the good times more. It's like, okay, but like, why, why, <laughs> why do I have to do that? Which I think we're struggling with because we have a lot more people who suffer from, you know, trauma because we haven't dealt with it right the right way because people didn't know how to deal with it but that's a topic for another place when we actually have a real psychologist on on you know the on show so okay we're gonna leave that be but um yeah so so good memories good memories okay let's go with good memories so and we're right here we're right what oh oh, oh yep. I see. we're, I see. we're okay. right in here okay i go mean ahead. you got this i believe in you okay <laughs> But no, um, I guess for me, um, and this is something I do a lot of, I think, is if I'm having or or even if I'm having a bad day, but if I'm having a good day, usually there's certain songs I will repeat throughout the day. Um like so singing them to like you? singing them to myself. Okay. Yeah. Or uh if I'm having a good day, um, there's things I I'll still wanna like throw in from other good days mm -hmm. that, that made it even a better day or something like that. So like one of my favorite things to do is like, if I feel like I watch an episode of psych 
Now, this is what psych does for me when I even when I remember and when I watch all the triggers, whatever you want to call it, all the triggers. So, um, one of my favorite shows is called Psych, and it's with James Rode. Yeah, mm-hmm. James Rode and um, uh, oh, his Dula name Hill. isn't pronounced James Rode. Ro- He's no, Spanish. it's spelled E Y. He's Spanish. I don't know. Probably it could be Rode. Yeah. Mm. I don't really know either. But I thought it was S. I didn't. I always read it Rode. <laughs> okay. Unless I just have an exotic. Yeah, you do, but it's okay. <laughs> um, anywho, mm-hmm. um, so it's my favorite show. One because it's just hilariously funny. They have what they what I love about that show is they have so many callbacks to old school kind of movies and TV shows and just all they'll, they'll talk about anything and everything almost from music to TV shows. They'll, they'll pick it up and, and run off it and say something crazy. Like I remember driving one driving somebody insane. Driving, I remember one episode they, there was dig, somebody was digging for a dinosaur bone. Right. Mm-hmm. And do you remember the movie holes? Yes. Okay. I might've referenced this before, but in a, uh, in the movie holes, uh, Dulé Hill is acting in that movie, right? And so, in the episode, it's like Sean and Gus are going through a field and there's a whole bunch of holes. And there's like, hey, man, what's that movie with, um, uh, what's his name? They say Shia LaBeouf. They call him Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Like, oh, you mean this movie? No, 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 not that one. He acted with, uh, I think her name is Journey Weaver. Don't quote me there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you mean Alien? No, it's not alien. Man, you know the other guy was in there too. Oh, you mean this movie? All along, Gus is right there and he's Dulé Hill. He's talking about the movie. <laughs> so that's the kind of ridiculousness yeah. they'll, they'll do in the episode. It's just funny. It's like, man, this is a lighthearted thing, not too serious. Not mm-hmm. you know, it kept it, it kept it pretty cool, and that's the kind of stuff I like. So it's just bringing remembrance, you know, having um different angst as a kid, playing around, having fun, remembering the different past. What's as a kid? I think the words angst, like just, just, uh, angst. Uh, I think I'm saying the word right. Oh, I don't know. Anywho, no, I I need to know what this word. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to say like, um, um, I guess you could say getting in trouble as a kid in a sense. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, Maybe some Detroit stuff. Uh, no, not exactly. Whatever this uh, word is, I've never heard it before. I think I'm saying it right, but we can look it up later. Don't, don't worry about we'll it. We'll look it up later <laughs> and get back to you guys. Um, but what I'm trying to say is, is just remembering, you know, some good times and stuff like that. That's what Psych kind of does. It's like, man, I remember I just played around for friend and kept running around. So that's what you do. Yeah. So do you repeat quotes from your, like, quotes and stuff or just mess around with different memories? Basically, yeah. it's just mess around with different memories. Okay. To yourself? Yeah. Okay. I'm just checking because mm-hmm. you had started out talking about like this is what they do on site, and I'm like, I know. Okay, so I what just, is it that you do? I, I get excited about psych. My bad. You do. I think this is the second or third episode you mentioned psych. People it's are gonna wonder shows. if this is, you know, a Bible podcast or a psych podcast. <laughs> Anywho, uh, go ahead though. So, well, so what's um, good memory? I, I have them. I do. <laughs> I really do. Mine. I suffer from short-term good memory. Well, I can help you out. No, no, no. But go ahead. Yeah, help me out. Australia. I don't go back to that as often as I used to. But that's not the point. What's What's the point? It's a good memory. It is. That's the point. Oh, okay. <laughs> My bad. I'm going to get put on punishment, apparently. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> just, you just explain why it's a good memory. What does it do for you? Like. Okay, so Australia. And I'm trying to fix this very quickly because 
this was a while ago, mm-hmm. but I had to work really hard to go to Australia. And then I was there and I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. That's all you got? In short. In short? In short. Um, I actually got a chance to talk about it this past Sunday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we were at the dinner table with some other people. Was it this Sunday we had dinner? Or was that last Sunday? One of these Sundays recently we had about? dinner. With who? We were with the Bellamy's, the Dosses. Oh, in the basement? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It might have been last Sunday. And Brother Francisco. Well, I heard somebody call him Franco, and I'm like, I don't know if that's a nickname. His 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 uh first name is DeFranco, last name Something Francisco. Else. Okay, DeFranco Francisco. They call him Franco. Okay, I wasn't sure. I'm <clears> like, because you know, coming off the misnaming, come like call him by his name. But um, yeah. So we were actually talking about the most exotic food that we had ever eaten, and the most exotic food that I've ever eaten to date was when I was in Australia. Yeah, kangaroo, right? I had kangaroo and crocodile. And crocodile. Wow. Yep. Not at this. It might have. No, it wasn't at the same restaurant because <laughs> the crocodile was at the crocodile farm and the kangaroo, I think, was in Sydney. Okay. I think. Okay. But yeah, it was actually a lot of fun. So it does come up a lot. But what it does for me to remember Australia is like that I haven't wasted my life, that I have done something Okay. that I can be proud of, you know, that's bigger than my country or bigger than, you know, everywhere that. The 30 miles that I live in. Right, 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 right. Something bigger than that. Um, and just drawing from that experience every here and there now again. Okay. You know? So then, um, so why do we need to remember? Like, we talked about how we can remember because we're triggered. We can remember traumatic experiences. We can just decide to remember good things. We can hopefully remember when we need our credentials for a job right. or to move, um, not forgetting your passport up until you get to TSA pre-check, you know, like that kind of thing. But apart from avoiding emergencies, why do we need to remember? And what it like? what is it that I need to remember and why? And you okay. picked out a pretty good verse for this in Deuteronomy. Mm-hmm. You can read it. It's okay. I can't read it because the Bible's over there. It's I can't read it. No, oh. those that's shorthand. Oh, okay. <laughs> so while Michael's flipping through the pages. Deuteronomy Jen. chapter 8, verses 18. Well, uh, this is my Deuteronomy 18. But I just let you know people know. That's all. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Okay. You sure? You're not there yet? I am. I just got there. Okay. okay. Let me go ahead. Uh, yes. I can't see. Still, sorry, far away. If you want to read, just, uh, yeah, I want okay, to sure, it I'll read it. Where I'm, okay, okay. So Deuteronomy chapter eight, verses eighteen through twenty. This is the King James version, and we'll have another English version later. Headphones making my ears itchy. <laughs> they are. It's like, no, this doesn't work. I can't put my fingers. <laughs> We're gonna wrap this up. It says, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers, as it is this day. I'm going to stop there for a quick second. Okay. So, important points. Um, remembering the Lord your God. Very important. Very important, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. So why do you need to remember because through your remembering is how you end up with power and wealth. Not remembering any random thing, but in remembering the Lord your God, mm-hmm. who is the person who makes 
everything possible and who makes all things well. Mm -hmm. So the good memories that you do have, that's because of God and the way you can turn those um, challenging memories is in remembering the Lord. Right. Um, I just, I like that verse so much. Keep going on it, baby. If that's (laughs) that's the way God leads you, go ahead. (laughs) I really, I feel like there's so much more that needs to be said about this because, um, even as we're reading throughout scripture and mm-hmm. as we're looking at, you know, the heroes of faith in scripture and in modern day, mm-hmm. it's the individuals who practiced remembering God yep, and not just remembering God. Like there's a God somewhere. There's a God. No, not that kind of memory, but like remembering the Lord's faithfulness, like mm-hmm. rehearsing their testimony mm-hmm. to themselves, rehearsing. No, but I saw God heal. I saw God, I saw the name of Jesus work. I saw the atmosphere in that place change. I mm-hmm. like remembering those things, not just remembering that there is a Lord, but remembering the character of the Lord through experience and through relationship. And in this verse it's talking about when you remember God, he's the one who gives you power to get wealth. Mm-hmm. Now we could talk for a long time about power and that ability. Yes, ma'am. But let's go to the wealth for a quick second. Obviously, I'm going to say we're not talking about just money because wealth, even rich people will tell you that wealth is not about money. Wealth is more about something else. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. But wealth is about like the abundance of your life. It's really about how you can use your time, how you can use the breath that God is giving you to live like fully live to the fullest living and you not have regrets about what you're doing with your life and what you're doing with your time. So it's God who gives us the power to get wealth. It's God who gives us the power to live the best life possible. Amen. And when you're living the best life, watch this y'all when you're living the best life from day to day, Mm -hmm. all you have are good memories. That's true. We'll pass the basket, y'all. <laughs> all you have. <laughs> you know, like all you have, because when you've learned, when you've rehearsed, when you've practiced how to frame your memories, how, like, and when I say frame, I mean frame, like putting a picture in a frame, the frame that you use makes a picture look different. Yeah. Whether it's in a frame that's got like thick border or a frame that's got thin border or a frame that's got no border or on a canvas by itself, mm-hmm. like the picture gives differently in the space on how it's framed. So it's how you situate your memories. And when you know how to look at your life through God, all of your memories can become good memories. Does that mean that they all are good memories? No. I can tell God right now. Like I tell you right now, there's some memories I struggle with. I'm like, Mm -hmm. Lord, I'm not ready to remember that like that because it still hurts to remember that. Mm -hmm. It's it's not, you know, making me like, oh, let me put on my shouting shoes because that was like a terrible time. I don't want to remember it. But knowing the faithfulness of God, even if it's a, I remember that's how it used to be. Mm-hmm. That's a good memory. Yes. Because ma'am. you're looking back on it like it's not that way anymore. So it's God who gives us the power to get wealth through remembering the Lord, through remembering what he's done. Both of us were giving examples from our childhood. Both of them happened kind of in church, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like, pretty much in Best church. Best memories happen in church. You know, and oddly enough, with the exception of my grandmother, like, they didn't really have to do with our family. 
almost. Right. Not our immediate family. Right, 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 right. Not the people that we lived with, but somebody outside of that. And so, you know, God's the one. Just remember, like, God is the one who gives you the power to give wealth. So you have to remember the Lord. You have to remember Jesus Christ. You have to rehearse and practice remembering the character of God. Amen. And um, I'm going to let you talk. You are. Just a little bit. Okay. I know we're like, yeah, we're, we're like out of time. I'm going to try to wrap it up in, in a minute okay, and a half. Okay, please mention this because we're going to put that on a t-shirt and sell it. Oh, okay. She wants. But you got to explain it. Bless him, Father. He can do this. I can do this. Amen. Okay. No. So, uh, things she wants me to mention is something we call repeat differently. So, say it again for the people repeat, in the back. <laughs> repeat differently. One more time. Repeat differently. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's just changing the way you think, in a sense. Um, if you always have something on repeat in the morning in your mind, um, let's say is like. I, I'm just gonna guess for all all people, not all majority of us. We don't we don't get up and like, yeah, we're going to work today. Most times, like, yeah, we don't do that exactly. So mm-hmm. let's just you know, no. you know, I instead don't. of saying work is gonna be terrible today, just say, eh, you know, God bless me, have a good day, and repeat that. And, and you know, God always gives good days, mm-hmm. more or less. You know, you don't he don't try to give you no bad days. I'm saying basically, right, <laughs> right. Um, but uh, if you repeat if Repeat that and repeat that and repeat that. Not only God will start blessing you, but your expectation to see something good in that day will change too. Exactly. So um, repeating it, keeping it on repeat. If you got to put on music in the morning, find your favorite song. Just change the way you're thinking so that you're, you're, when you start remembering and, you know, when you wake up like, oh, I remember I go to work today. Well, today might be a good day because da 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 is going to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. So just, just, you know, switch it up. Switch it up. Change it. The Bible even talks about you know think on things think on things that are good a good report. Mm-hmm. You know, so just you know, and there's a reason for that. It's not just you know because the Bible says so. It's like no, if you want a positive outlook it's on a life, benefit you can have. If you want a positive mm-hmm. outlook on life, you gotta think on positive things. If you're always if you if you live in fear, you're gonna get fear. Let's just say it like that. If you're always thinking about uh, this negative thing and that negative thing, it's gonna it's not only affects you physically, I mean, mentally, it's going to affect you physically. Yep. So um, back to self-fulfilling prophecy, like you can have a positive one. Yep, that's right. Just, that's by, right. Think, just by thinking better. Um, Do we want to go to the other verses or not? No, nah, I mean, no, nah, not really. We could do a part two. Okay. So I guess we'll do a part two. We'll do a part two. So um, just some last quotes from us. Um, How this episode came about, really, is kind of funny slightly. Um, there's a song. We didn't even talk about that. We didn't that. talk about the song. That's not how it came about, though. I said slightly. It helped. It helped. Yeah. It helped us fine-tune where we were going. Yeah. Yeah, you can say that. That's true. That is go true. Ahead, go ahead. You can seem no, like I'm not going to steal your thunder. I'm going to come in like oh, the lightning. No, 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 no. I'm going to come in like the lightning. Lightning comes first, then thunder. <laughs> All <laughs> go right. Go ahead, honey. <laughs> so, so Michael wrote out this episode. He came up with the idea, and he was like, need some help what do you think you know what do you think about this and then i just we kind of just went off a tangent sort mm-hmm. of talking about the ways that remembering can be good and helpful and um we had talked about the 21 pilot song stressed out specifically where he's like i wish i could turn back time to the good old days when our mother sang us to sleep but now we're stressed out and 
I don't really know the song that well, but I know that part where it's like he's, he's literally making callbacks to to, to, to things and in the past, and in the past and childhood yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So um, I don't remember why we mentioned that, but no, just kind of like, yeah, well, he was going through his memories and yeah, back then he wasn't stressed out. He had no worries. He didn't have to mm-hmm. think about bills and stuff. He remembers like, Man, those some good old days. Like we call the nineties the greatest. Like us us nineties babies had the greatest time, you know, all that and just different TV shows. Hey, Arnold, like we we had a great childhood. So that's it was, was kinda messed up when you go back to some of the stuff. I was like, wait a minute, we was <laughs> Oh, we praise the Lord for deliverance. But yeah, that's that's what it's But about. that was one. But then another thing where memories are helpful actually in your everyday life. If you watch comedy, mm-hmm. there's a specific a comedic technique called the callback. Right. And it's where they'll give you a joke or they will start a joke, go on a tangent of other jokes. And then like the last joke in the tangent references the first joke. I'm not a comedian, so I cannot give you an example, but Tim Hawkins has one. I don't remember what it's called. So just watch all the DVDs. I'm sure you'll (laughs) find it, but you know, it's kind of like if they start out talking about, you know, they stump their toe or like stepping on Legos and then they talk about, you know, a whole bunch of other kids' toys and they went to wherever. And then they might say something like, and then the last place my kids wanted to go was Legoland. And I'm like, we're going to end up in the hospital because, you know, like that kind of callback thing. So memories can be good. They can be really good. Um, you know, there are such things as positive triggers. Yep. There are some smells that make me remember the time I was in Key West, Florida for months or that make me remember like the beginning days of dating or marriage or whatever. Okay. You know, um, perfumes, your stuff, <laughs> certain food. Yeah, and memory, certain don't forget, food. memories give you hope and strength. They know? do. If you gotta like call back to something in your past, where like, Lord, you bless me, get out of this, help me again. I know you can. It gives you just a little bit of hope to you know persevere and go on, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And uh, really, though, for get your muscle memory for good memories. You know, look for them, find them. If you gotta write them down, you know, some people make a dream journal. Or a vision board. Vision board. What are you about to say? Oh, no. I'm just playing. Like, oh, uh, memory. oh yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, hey, if you like the episode, like, subscribe, share, repost. Repost. Whatever, whatever you got to do. Share. Like, um, yep, we are on Instagram at No Distance Podcast. At No Distance Podcast. If you want Ask more information question. or to reach out to us. Yep. Um, come visit at Christ Temple Absolute Faith Church, you know. I go to church there. You don't have to invite me. Okay, 14 South <laughs> Ashton Avenue, 60607. Sundays, 945, 1130. We're not going to do all that. We're not? Okay, we're never not mind. Not Just uh, uh, find the church on Facebook there and get go. all the information. There's a website somewhere. There's a website somewhere. <laughs> um, but thank you all. Hey, and uh, catch you guys again. See you guys in the next full episode. Bye. And this is oh, where the outro comes in. And since I'm in a good mood. Da 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 da